Welcome to the But You're Wrong podcast. I'm Greg DiNicola. I'm Keith Budella. Make sure you check us out every Wednesday, every Saturday on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Be sure to check out But You're Wrong Facebook page, facebook.com slash but you're wrong. Please give us a like on there and follow us on Twitter at BYW Podcast. And on YouTube at youtube.com slash BYW Podcast. If you uh, like Keith, make sure you check him out on the Amazon Kindle Marketplace. We now join the But You're Wrong podcast already in progress. And I have this thing that I saw, but now I didn't read the whole article. But I was thinking about it, like, driving home tonight. And I was like, I, I didn't hear about it anywhere else. So I'm thinking it might be fake. Mm-hmm. And I just while we were while we were chit chatting, I tried to see if I could find another source to verify it. But every site that I found cited this original article. Okay. So, I mean, we could we could mention it and and um, take a flight of whimsy. Based on this on this article, which is probably most likely fake at this point, I don't know what's in it. I know that that like the topic, but I don't know any details. But it's probably fake. Okay, you want to just go with it anyway? Sure, sure. Because it it is related to something that we talked about before. Uh, when we talked about the uh, the Japanese soldiers that were being discovered years later. Oh, they were still hiding out in the jungle? and Yeah, yeah, they were just hanging out in the jungle, just um, still thinking that the war was going on, and they, uh, like, they would send letters from their loved ones and, like, drop them all over the area that they thought they were in, and they were just like, no, it's a trick. <laughs> um, so, this, uh, uh, uh yeah, I'll just skip the headline. It's usually as for the usual, best. As usual, yeah. Owners yeah. owners and employees at Butch's Beach Burritos in Grand Haven uh, were as surprised... Where's Grand Haven? Uh, I was afraid that you were going to ask that. Uh, Grand Haven is in uh, Michigan, apparently. Okay. Now, hang on. Let's do, our, let's do our first fat check. Is there even a place called Grand Haven, Michigan? No, that's a good... See, every, anytime I hear a haven, I always think it's someplace in Connecticut. This no. is like New New Haven, West Haven. Grand Haven is a real place in Michigan. Okay. All right. <laughs> At this rate, we're never going to get through this. <laughs> yes. uh, Grand Haven. <laughs> uh, this, so this actually comes from the, the Grand River Times. Oh. Also. So I don't know. That might not actually be a <laughs> Is the Grand about. River Times real? Oh, see, I didn't even read the – I literally – I read the headline of this thing. And I saved it, and I was like, this is perfect for the show. Now that I'm reading it, the Grand Haven River Times, their tagline is, reporting the truth whether we know it or not. So... Uh, wait. Oh. I'm thinking, like, what? maybe it's like a... Do you think it's thing. kind of like that episode of The Simpsons when Homer gets the computer? And he just starts making up gossip, and it all ends up being real. Oh, and he's Mr. X? Yeah, Mr. X. Maybe. But the, the picture loads, and it's him, and then the the sag on his head appears. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Which doesn't make sense. But... No, but you know but what? It's we, funny. We didn't really understand how the internet worked back then, so yeah, it was. We were young. It was the nineties. Um, actually, I don't even think that episode was the nineties. I think it was like the two thousands. Maybe, yeah. Uh, I mean, do we, I don't know. You wanna you wanna jump into it? Maybe we won't be too discerning. I feel like I mean, if we just acknowledge that, it's probably a lie. Um, but it's probably still pretty fair. Okay. Um, hang on. Mr. X episode of The Simpsons. Um, can you give me, like, an actual air date? You motherfucker, you? Uh, I'm trying to think. Trying to think of what the name of the actual episode was, but I don't know. Uh, according to this... Uh, 2000. December 3rd, oh, okay. 2000, Homer discovers the internet and starts his own webpage where he calls himself Mr. X and begin, begins revealing Springfield secrets. Yeah. It was a good one. Um, I haven't watched The Simpsons in a really long fucking time. I should. Yeah, well, it hasn't really been worth watching in a while. <laughs> well, I don't know, though. I kind of just tuned out of it. So maybe it is, though. I don't know. No, 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 no. no. Simpsons it's is just... really old. It's really bad now. Is it? It's really, really terrible. Yeah, do not watch anything that was made since, like, maybe, like, around that point. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just, you know, fair warning. Um, let's see. Oh, I think, I don't even think I finished the first sentence. No, I don't think you did. <laughs> Owners and employees... <laughs> At Bush's Beach Burritos in Grand Haven, we're as surprised as anyone else in town to discover a 96-year-old Japanese soldier from World War II living behind their popular establishment. Okay. So, so right there, I should have known that it was it was not. <laughs> See, I didn't even read the first the first thing though. I read the headline. And I thought there's got to be like an actual explanation because the headline is just 96 year old Japanese soldier found behind Butch's beach burritos. So I was thinking like maybe a guy who used to be a Japanese soldier but was like homeless now was living behind there or like something like that. Mm. But, you know, I read that and then I'm thinking maybe not. Anyway, when part time burrito rapper Jason Sutterson took a bag of trash to the dumpster behind the restaurant. He saw an elderly man trapped under one of the heavy metal dumpster lids, <laughs> struggling to get free. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, though, that is always a fear. Whenever I'm throwing trash out, I'm just like, what if that, what if that lid falls down on me? But n- wait. What, what lid? You're not getting in the dumpster. Yeah, but there are no heavy metal dumpster lids. They're all just a plastic thing right now. That's what I, that's what I thought. Well, maybe it's an old one. Maybe. I'm going you know, I I'm going to let that slide. Of all the things that we're going to criticize here, I'm going to let that one fair slide. Enough, fair enough. Uh, by the time he got close enough to see a bayonet and a holstered pistol at the old man's side, Jason ran back by the time he got close enough to see the pistol, he ran back. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think that's right. I don't think that's written correctly. 
Are you saying that the Grandview Times doesn't get like top-notch writers or and or editors? No, I don't think they do. Uh, Jason ran back to the restaurant for help. Uh, I only make minimum wage. Hang on, we gotta we gotta come up with a better a better voice for this guy. Um, he's probably like a real slacker, right? Yeah, like a. Amen. How about like a uh, what? We yeah. oh see, I was gonna say, how about like, what if he had the same voices? Since we were talking about the Simpsons, like the the pimple kid that works at the Krusty Burger. I only make minimum wage. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I only. I'm trying, to, now I'm trying to do it. He sounds kind of like the 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 Charlie in the box, you know. Which I'm not going to do the voice. Because, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, so hang on. I got. I just have to channel a teen whose voice is cracking, basically. Yeah. I only make minimum wage, said Southerson, <laughs> age 18. I wasn't going near that freaking dude by myself. <laughs> freaking. Uh, see, he was like, he was going to say fucking. But, like, he was like, I gotta keep it, sh- it censored for Grand River Ties. My parents are gonna read this. Police? They'll kick me out of their basement. I won't be able to get blowjobs while playing video games. <laughs> I don't know why. This said. guy is not getting blowjobs while he plays video games. I also, and with the way I said games, I think I started to do a little Jimmy Stewart there. Well, I, Girls. I won't get a blowjob while playing a video game. Oh, no. Every time I get a blowjob, though, it feels good, and an angel gets its wings, maybe. I don't know. That's what I tell the girls that are blowing me. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just saying, maybe he, maybe he tells girls that, you know... They believe him because they're all, like, 15. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I only get 15-year-old Catholic schoolgirls to blow me. Good God. <laughs> I've been arrested, but I'm on my way to Washington mm-hmm. to, to explain myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sharing a cab with Pete Townsend. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other Jimmy Stewart movies. But all I've got is uh, Mr. Is, Smith goes to Washington. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. <laughs> um, it's a Wonderful Life, mm. and uh, Harvey, which doesn't really fit into this no. um, scenario. What else was he fucking in? I mean, he was in some Alfred Hitchcock movies, but that doesn't really work in a blowjob scenario. Uh, no, no, no. Shit was blowing, man. I looked down and I had vertigo. <laughs> See, that's a stretch. That doesn't work. <laughs> that was pretty bad. I know. That was, I was trying it. I was like, see, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. Police arrived on the scene five minutes after Sutterson's 911 call. Again, total falsification right there. Five minutes? That's pretty quick. You're not getting anywhere. There's a, there's a Japanese guy in the, trapped in the dumpster. Come they would have been like, you know what? get lost they probably showed up like a half an hour later oh yeah assuming this was real they would it would have been a while they were like well uh keep him contained well i will but he's i mean he's trapped in the dumpster so he can't go anywhere (laughs) 
You're killing me with that voice. <laughs> you don't you don't like it? <laughs> it's a little too much. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna stick with that. I think it'll come back around. Okay. Um I mean I think honestly, I think if I'm channeling Jason Sutterson, I think that's what he sounds like. Okay. I think I think that's him. Like eighteen year old Jason Sutterson, he his body's still changing. Um, because he didn't start till he was like sixteen. Got mm-hmm. made got made fun of a lot because of that. But like he's 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 now becoming a man, but he's like becoming like an old man real fast. Yeah, and yeah. he knows it. That's oh yeah, yeah, part. yeah, yeah. Um he knows like his his body's just changing. He's just like he, his parts of him are sagging. Oof. Like he's just like my balls are hairy. You know, just Ooh. not not good stuff. It's like a Brillo pad scraped yeah. on the ground. Just not good. Just liver spots. It's it's no good. Um, <laughs> liver spots. <laughs> cl- uh, police arrive five minutes after. Clear the restaurant and adjoining parking lots of civilians and slowly approach the trapped man with guns drawn. Oh, nice. Well, Be- oh, I guess he he supposedly did have a gun because he was. He well, it was holstered though, and he was trapped in a dumpster. How afraid of him could you be? I don't know. Maybe he's got superhuman strength, but decided not to use it to free himself. Yeah, um, m- makes sense. Officers quickly discovered they were dealing with a very old and frail-looking man, screaming at them in a foreign language, and pinned by the dumpster lid in a position which prohibited him from reaching his pistol or bayonet. So what, his hands were just caught in the door? I guess, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know, maybe it was, maybe he was... I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how it would work, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe his, maybe he was pinned in a way where his arms were just next to him and he was just pinned down. Yeah, all right. Um, With the threat of imminent danger passed, police disarmed the man and arranged for his transport to uh, North Ottawa Community Hospital. I really thought you were going to say Nagasaki. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Where the still unidentified man is listed in good condition. So wait, they they were in Michigan and then they transported him to Ottawa? There must be an Ottawa, Michigan. Is there? This got a well. I mean, I'm assuming. Why would they move to a different country? Oh, you know what there is. All right, there. But why is it Ottawa? Why is there an Ottawa in Michigan? I mean, there's not. It's called the North Ottawa Community Health System, Grand Haven, Michigan. So it's in Grand Haven, Michigan. Okay. But why is it called North Ottawa? I don't know. Why is Saks Fifth Avenue in like twenty different cities? Because it's it's a it's a chain. Yeah, I know. That's so, what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, so you're saying you're saying I'm saying that they have a network of hospitals. Okay. So okay, I see what you're saying here. Yeah. It's a network like North. Oh my God. <laughs> Hang on. Uh. How do I? Oh shit. I was gonna. Sh- I, I, now I went back. How do I take a picture of this this first thing? This is uh, 
Uh, I am going to send you this picture. This is literally the first thing I clicked on when I looked at the North Ottawa. You know, I'll just I'll just send you the website link. But I took a picture of it so I can put it on the uh, on the Facebook. Here, take a, take, a, take a look at that. The the first thing that you see with the baby. That is some face. <laughs> All right, let me let me check this out. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a weird face. It's like they're, it's like they decided to reenact Home Alone, but they're just like, you know what? His hands are too small. Let's get the parents' hands in there. Why would they do that? That's such a weird thing. I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the other stuff too. They got a lot of walkers. Oh, a lot yeah. of walkers. Yeah. North Automatical Group. That, but uh, yeah, they. You're telling me that that was the best picture of a baby that they could find to put up on the fucking website. That's like the ba- That's like the baby in the Seinfeld episode where they're just like, "Look at that adorable baby." Ooh. Yeah, it's ugly. Yeah, it's just ugly. I mean, all. I feel like all babies are pretty ugly when they're first born. See, I, I just mean, feel like, like here's the thing: their their whole head gets smushed in order to be born. Unless they're a C-section. That's true. But, no, I still feel like they're kind of smushed then anyway. Maybe. I don't know. Um, you might but be right. Like, but they get they get smushed a little bit. So it takes a little while for them to, like, you know, fill out a little bit and, and everything to fall back into place. I get Yeah. I, I, I've, I've never witnessed a birth, and I don't remember mine. <laughs> uh... I was gonna say I remember yours proudest day of my life. But I was like, you know what? That's just weird. Just imagine yeah, that would be a little odd. Proudest day of your life. Um according to reports, the old but indef- indefatigable soldier. I think, they made, I think they made up that word. I don't know what that is. No, no. It is a word. Of a person or their efforts persisting tirelessly. Oh, wow. Um, soldier had a knapsack filled with what appeared to be detailed logs and journals covering nearly 70 years of spying and information gathering in Michigan. In Michigan? Oh, yeah. yeah. Lot going on up there. Yeah. April twenty seventh, two thousand ten. We seem to be winning the war as many places in Detroit have been bombed out by a. Well, I don't know. I, people just seem to have disappeared. <laughs> this new technology baffles me, but I am proud to serve Japan, and this their moment of glory. No, it's just, it's just, uh, no, people are just poor. Stuff just sucked there. And, uh... What now? And they just want to leave. Yeah, people just wanted to leave. It got gross. We're either winning or it just got really gross. There's this, there's an entry in there where it's like, I've discovered the great palace of a new warlord in this Detroit. 
and it's just the uh, it's just the guys from um, Hardcore Pawn. Oh God! <laughs> He's like they have a vast empire of wealth and riches, and people come to pay tribute to them. Nah, it's just you know what? No, it's just it's just some fucked up shit. They're they're on TV all the time. Um, I don't. Are they still making new episodes of that? Cause I actually, feel like, I, I I feel I like everything so. I see is just the same one. Uh, no, I I actually I don't I don't think that that's still going. I don't think Cajun Pond's still going either. Um, is uh, Pawn Stars is still going, right? Oh yeah, they're pumping those out like crazy. Um. You know what's uh you know what's a pretty good one uh, my new favorite one is uh down east Dickerin. Um, Chris has been watching that. I haven't uh I haven't checked it out yet. I well, all right, that's not true. I probably watched about twenty minutes of one, and it was pretty enjoyable, but haven't really gotten into it. I watched it. I watched like a marathon of it, and yeah. I was like, you know what? This is pretty. This is pretty good. Mm. Um. Pretty entertaining. I can't. I'm trying to do the main accent, and I can't. I can't quite do it. I start off all right, but then I usually end up just doing a Boston accent. But yeah. it's like it's like a weird cross between a Boston and Canadian accent. Yeah, it is. It's um, yeah, it's strange. I I don't know if I could do it either. But it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty interesting. I had a. And that show is still so new, I feel like I want to make references to it, but I feel like I can't yet. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I was playing poker the other night, and somebody was saying that they're uh, they're going to get like uh, their house painted, or they had rooms in their house to get painted, and their wife had the painters over, and they were also at the same trying t- time trying to unload like a bunch of like fr- old furniture and stuff that they weren't using. So he get it. He gets a text message while we're playing, and he goes, "Look, listen to this deal my wife just made." And f- to paint like three or four different rooms, they were gonna do it in exchange for like a basketball hoop, like a Thomas train table for the kids, <laughs> and some and some other stuff. And they were gonna paint all those rooms in exchange for that stuff. And I was like, I wanted to be like, "That's like Downey's Dickering." But I yeah, was like, you you be Dickering, boy. I was like, they're not. Nobody's gonna get that. No, no, it's gonna. It's rough. No. Um, apparently, though, Pawn Stars or not a uh, Pawn Stars, uh, Hardcore Pawn, still a thing. Oh, really? That's what are it you? Says. Are you sure it's Pawn? Pawn. No. Okay. Yeah. No. Hardcore. <laughs> hardcore Pawn. I mean, uh, I know right. Hardcore Pawn is still a thing. That, I don't think that'll ever die. No, I doubt it. I mean. There will, there might be a swing back to where they're just like, you know what? We've gone too far. We've gone too hardcore. <laughs> really? <laughs> and people will be like, let's just go to simpler porn. Like, let's just, you know, let's just go back to like the like the softcore stuff. Oh, like like when they say it's like woman friendly. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like they go back to that, or they're just like, you know what? Let's just go back to like scantily clad women. Like or like, let's go back to the can can dance. You know, like that was supposed to be sexually arousing, but they still wore like giant bloomers and shit. Yeah, you liked that though. I mean, yeah, it's mm. um, it's pretty, it's pretty hot because you were seeing something you weren't supposed to. Oh yeah. But then I found out what was under it 
Mm-hmm. And you yeah. never went back. And uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when you go for what's under it, you never go on top again. I, you know, I don't know what that is. Yeah, no, you're not gonna come up with a. I got good say. Yeah, no, I, know. I, I don't think it works. I can't. I can't think of it. <laughs> um. What is? Oh, okay. I was I was skimming through to find out when the last episode aired, and I got distracted by something else. Uh, last episode of Hardcore Pawn aired April fifteenth, twenty fourteen. That's the most recent one. No. Oh. Um, but I got distracted by this part. Uh, when Les began to take in unclaimed merchandise that he acquired earlier in the Growing Pains episode. I thought that it meant that he acquired like merchandise from Growing Pains, <laughs> and it was just like, this is the show? "Yeah, this is the sweater that Alan Thick wore." TV's Alan Thick. Yeah, TV's Alan Thick. And this is the this is the waterbed that Kurt Cameron <laughs> drank from when there was a hilarious episode where there was a hole poked in it. I remember that part of it. Something about waterbed and like he poked a hole in it, so he was trying to drink the water that was shooting out of the hole that he poked in it. It was stupid. I yeah, I don't really remember that. I'm sorry. I barely remember. Also, that uh, I I remember that one, and I remember that there was an episode where the uh, like the grandfather or somebody came to visit, and then all the mouthwash started disappearing. Oh really? Was yeah. he drinking it? Yeah. He was drinking the mouthwash because he was an alcoholic. Oh, so did they have to have like a sit down with him? I don't remember that part. You don't remember the sit down? (laughs) No, because I I don't. I just remember what stuck in my mind was that it was really weird that the mouthwash was disappearing. And I was Because you were a kid and you didn't understand what could possibly be going on, other than the fact that his mouth was really clean. Yeah, I was like, why is he. Why is he getting rid of the mouthwash? Is he selling it? Like, I don't get it. You're just like, I don't understand what the problem is. I, I, I mean, mouthwash seems very important. I don't use it myself. My mom wants me to, but I don't. Yeah. I pretend to. I pour a little bit out every night when I go in the bathroom. <laughs> so the level goes down, but I'm not using that. It stings. It's like yeah. there's alcohol in it or something. Oh, I oh, see. Oh. And then I was like, holy shit, I can drink mouthwash and get drunk? Or just some sort of fucked up. Yeah. Can you imagine bothering to do that? To drink mouthwash? Yeah, because mouthwash is not cheap. But is, I mean, is mouthwash the kind of... Like, is it the kind of alcohol that can get you drunk? I don't know. What's the one that can get you drunk? Ethanol? Um, I think I so. Think it, I think it's ethanol. Um, um okay, here is the straightdope.com. <laughs> uh, Listerine abuse has got to be the stupidest form of private amusement since, well, I was about to say since biblical knowledge of the Hoover Dustite. Anyway, on reflection, I have to say intravenous lettuce injection recently discussed in this space is also up there. What the fuck? Intravenous lettuce injection. Hmm. All right, let's table that for a second. All right. 
Recently discussed in space is also up there. To answer your collective questions briefly, no denaturing of alcohol, special or otherwise, doesn't render it incapable of causing intoxication. And yes, you can get pretty hammered if you drink enough. Although why anyone of legal drinking age would want to do so is a question that defies linear thought. Many mouthwashes contain alcohol. Original formula for Listerine is 26.9% alcohol. Making it approximately 54 proof. Yeah, but vodka's 80 proof. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's more than like schnapps, isn't it? Yeah, you. I, no, you're right. I'm just saying, I, you know, I, why would you choose? I, I mean, yeah, assuming you're <laughs> drinking age, yes. Right, right. Okay, go uh, Denatured makes it sound like they take out of alcohol whatever's normally in it that gets you drunk. But in fact, all they do is put other stuff in it to make it undrinkable, except by the truly desperate, and in some cases, poisonous. Oh, It's like Drano. Uh, completely denatured alcohol is virtually impossible to render into a drinkable beverage. Uh, it may contain kerosene, among other things, especially denatured alcohol, such as that used in Listerine, receives less radical treatment, although some SDA formulas do contain methyl wood alcohol. If which, if ingested often or copiously enough, can cause blindness, organ damage, or death. Why are they putting this in mouth? I mean, I understand So maybe so people won't drink it, but I'm not so sure I feel that comfortable putting it in my mouth. <laughs> That's what she said. Some states are just like the... Uh, so I guess they they might do that. I don't. Huh. Okay. So all right. So. So I guess story, I guess sure, it can, but can it's get not pretty jammed up. I guess you can, but it's not advisable. Well, yeah. Okay. Huh. Okay. Sounds like just a terrible way to get drunk. Yeah, I and mean, just you know. Okay, I, but let's right. go back to this iceberg lettuce shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Dear Cecil, or Cecil, I'm going to say Cecil. I like Cecil. Dear Cecil, various health and yoga websites claim that iceberg lettuce contains chemicals similar to lardanum, morphine, or other opiates. There are also reports of people being admitted to hospitals after injecting themselves with lettuce extracts and papers and papers about smoking lettuce. I have found no information about the chemical constitution of lettuce that me- mentions morphine or opiates. Are there such things in supermarket lettuce? Signed, Curious Letters Eater, via email. Uh, you're thinking, how can iceberg lettuce be a drug? It barely qualifies as a food. Little do you know, while the stuff from the supermarket isn't likely to do much. Lettuce, generally speaking, does contain psychoactive compounds. Enough to get you high, hard to say. Judging from available evidence, the stuff might do nothing, give you a buzz, or kill you. Damn. (laughs) Here's what we know. When cut, (laughs) the stem of lettuce plants ooze a milky juice. (laughs) (laughs) Whose appearance, taste, and smell are said to be similar to opium. Once dry, the substance is called lactricurum, or lettuce opium. 
Used by the ancient Egyptians, the stuff was listed in the uh, Pharmacopoeia of the United States of America as late as 1916. It can still be found in herbals and such, which describe it as a sedative and cough suppressant. Okay. Um, lettuce opium can be found in all lettuce species, but is most commonly extracted from wild lettuce. Uh, most of what little research has been done on the pharmaceutical effects of lettuce is old. One article in my stack was published in 1904. A 1940 study found that fresh lettuce juice indeed contains two sedatives. Uh, the last detailed research I know of appeared in 1967. Okay. Uh, so people in, are injecting it into themselves, thinking they're going to get all fucked up? I don't know. Uh, recent writers generally don't think much of lettuce. Tyler's Honest Herbal calls lettuce opium a, a venerable fraud of a drug. The authors say it was popular in the U.S. during the 19th century, but sank into obscurity in the 20th. In the mid-1970s, lettuce opium was resurrected as a legal, psychotropic, or mind-altering drug by members of the American hippie movement. One dealer reported clearing uh, $1,500 daily selling lettuce products, which, any way you look at it, is a lot of lettuce. Uh, I see what he did there, because lettuce is money. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, fucking <laughs> Cecil. Just uh, laugh a minute, this guy. He's great. Uh, according to a 1998 report, three drug enthusiasts mixed up an extract of wild lettuce, uh, injected it, and came down with fever, chills, headaches, and other pain, neck stiffness, etc. for three days. Wow. So it, it I, no, there's no way it can't be real. It's not. It it doesn't work as a drug. It, okay, it, so you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of that um, the the fake the fake drug uh, when the fermented uh, shit, Jenkins. Oh yeah, wait, Jenkins isn't no, isn't that real? I don't think so. I thought Jenkins was a it was a. I thought it was something that people actually tried. Hold on, let me see. Let's uh, Wikipedia should know. Oh wow, this is like it's like one hoss. Only one hosses? Uh, maybe slightly more. Now let's give it two hosses. All right, what do we got here? Jenkum is purportedly a hallucinogenic inhalant created from fermented human waste. In the mid-1990s, it was reported to be a popular street drug among Zambian street children. In November 2007, anecdotal American media reports created the false impression that Jenkum was a popular drug in American schools. Several sources reported the increase in American media coverage was based on a hoax in a faulty and faulty internet research. Ah. Description. The name derives from Jenkum, a brand of glue, blah, 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 blah. I really don't care about the name. Um, 
Let's see. In the book, Children of AIDS, America's Orphan Crisis by Emma Guest, the making of Jenkum is described as fermenting, fermented human sewage, scraped pipes, and stored in plastic bags for a week or so until it gives off a numbing, intoxicating fumes. The process is similarly described in the 1995 IPS report, Human Excretia is scooped from the edges of the sewer of sewer ponds in old cans and containers and are covered with polyurethane bags and left to stew or ferment for a week. Uh, Wait, so... So it's not really a school... Is it a real thing, but it's not actually, like, here? Um... Let me see. I think basically... No. It looks like... So it's completely made up. Hold on. There's a thing... Even... Let's see. I don't think in the U.S., but let me see. There's a little part here that talks about back in... I think back in uh, Africa here. Okay. Let's see. It is... The New York Times Fountain of Hope, a nonprofit organization, said that Jacob was used by street children in... Lusaka, Zambia, to obtain a powerful high. In 2002, Project Concern International Zambia and Foundation of Hope, I mean, you got to come up with something a little more uh, zippy than that, uh, released a report titled Rapid Assessment of Street Children in Lusaka, where Jenkins was listed as the third most popular drug among, Lus- among Lusaka's street children. Following cannabis and glue and Saga. Okay. Um, John Zulu, director of the Ministry of Sport, Youth, and Child Development in Zambia, said in November 2007 that Jenkum usage was less common than glue sniffing, and initially they would they used it to get from they used to get it from the sewer, but they make it anywhere. In 1999, BBC News ran a story about Jenkum. In 2004, South African, blah, blah, blah. well, they're not saying it doesn't exist. So it might be a real thing, but it's not like a popular real thing. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. If you, Snopes.com says it's false. I was looking at that, but the Snopes.com thing is that it's in American schools. Okay. I have a feeling that there's no documented use of it actually in the United States. Right. But I'm saying like in Africa, are they... Maybe. Are they fermenting their shit? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. I hope not. I I, I was kind of hoping that that was a complete hoax too, but the more I read about this... It might be a real thing. Maybe they actually do. Hmm. I don't know. Can you can you imagine inhaling your shit fumes, Keith? I mean, I like, do well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, on purpose. Except, you know, I don't. I don't mean. Like, I know what you mean, mean but uh, um, no, when I you can't. fart in the chair and then turn around and smell it. Um. <laughs> 
No, I can't. I can't. I can't imagine doing that with the purpose of getting high. I would just. I would rather. Okay, it would go. Um, just drinking, and then I would maybe no. Um, okay, I would drink alcohol. I would drink mouthwash, and then if I was really desperate, I guess maybe inhale the smell of my own poo. But hmm. So that that's that's your you're jumping from. I mean, if those are my three options, that that's the order. Oh, all right. So like, j- I would just drink <laughs> first thing, and then just be like, "Well, man, you're, you're jumping through those quickly." So you you inhale your own shit fumes before you tried cocaine. <laughs> oh no 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 no. no. <laughs> I would do a lot of other things in between there. Too. That's uh, what I'm okay. saying. Those are my three options. Oh, if those are your three options, okay. Yeah, I, I, I guess I would probably do it in that order too if that was my only three options. Um, yeah, you'd probably have to hold a gun to my head before I started inhaling shit fumes, though. Or it, it would get pretty close to that. But yeah, if they were like, hey, um, you can either snore cocaine or smell fermented shit. I'd be like, you know what? Let's just let's just bump a rail. Let's do that. Let's, oh yeah, let's do that. And that's not even there. close. Yeah, let's do that and then see where we go from here. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this unidentified Asian man in the hospital. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Initially, investigators knew only that the man was speaking something Asian. Yeah. What a racist but accurate way of saying that. Uh, yeah. But analysis of his uniform and possessions quickly led detectives to conclude the man was a Japanese soldier hiding in a... I don't know why, but because detectives was capitalized, I was imagining the um, guys from True Detective, Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson looking at it. Yeah. Oh. I thought you were saying that you were going to yell it. No, no. no. Um, Conclude the man was a Japanese soldier hiding in Grand Haven since the early 1940s. While police and local authorities now await the arrival of a Japanese translator from Los Angeles, because there isn't one closer. From Los Angeles? Uh, Staff librarians at Luit's District Library have been put to work using Google Translate in an effort to decipher the confiscated notes and journals. These people must be the biggest fucking hicks in the world. Early results show (laughs) that... I love how they're, like, reading the Japanese writing, and they're like, hey, uh... Hey, how do you you spell (laughs) the thing that looks like a house with a person's legs coming out from under it? How would you spell that? And then after you tell me how to spell it, how do you spell what looks like it's like a boat with a little guy in it? And it looks like he's fishing. How do you spell that one? Oh, I just I just feel like we're, whatever this town is probably just so just uncultured. Uh, like, oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, oh, I feel like wait, I would where are we probably... gonna where are we gonna find a guy that speaks that something nation? <laughs> Let's go to Los Angeles. There's probably a lot of them there. 
They don't, and then they're just like, where do you want to go get food? How about at that Japanese Chinese restaurant? <laughs> oh my god, they probably brought them to a hibachi place, and they're like, can you translate? <laughs> we know comprando, <laughs> but he says oh. Japanese-o. <laughs> Would you like some sushi <laughs> 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 They're just sitting there with him at PF Chang's, <laughs> just hoping someone can understand him. Uh, Good God! He's like, no, I'm Chinese. First of <laughs> all, you're saying he's Japanese, two different languages. But I thought they were all something Asian. You know, I thought you know it was like, uh, like when I go up north, I can. Well, no, we're giving him something. Yeah, <laughs> we're in Michigan. Well, you know, when I when I moved up here from the south, <laughs> I could still communicate with everyone, so it was fine. But like, I just figured it was like that, you know. No, it's not like that. It's different also, accents. I was born in America. I know very little Japanese for Chinese, so I I mean I don't know what you want from me. So you don't know what he's saying. <laughs> Um, no, I, I don't. What would you like to order? How, um, how? I have the number seven, and he'll have the. Um, how do you say in Japanese? <laughs> I told you, <laughs> I was Chinese. It's the one that looks like a guy kicking a woman, <laughs> but their hands are touching in the middle. Yeah, give bring him one of those. <laughs> Bring bring whatever's like that. He seems to write a lot in his journals or something. So bring him one of those or whatever has a lot of rice in it. He likes that. Yeah. Seriously, if you met this guy, how long do you think it would take you to determine that he was Japanese? I don't think it would take me that long. Um, If he couldn't speak anything and I had no... Like if he was just like naked... I thought it said he had, like, a, a uniform. No, I know. I'm saying if he was just naked and I found him, it would probably take me a while. Yeah. Um. But if he had, a like, a Japanese uniform on, I'd probably be like, I think that guy's Japanese. Yeah. I, I, I also think, depending on how he was speaking, I feel like I could maybe tell the Japanese from, you know, a couple other Asian languages. I, I just, I oh, just yeah, imagine. Yeah, 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 like I could, I could probably figure that out if, like I said, like, but it would take me a little bit longer to figure out that I right. think it was. These people probably had no idea. I can just imagine they're just like just completely dumbfounded as to where this guy was from. These fictional people that may or may not actually exist. But yeah, I don't think they do. Um, Let's see. Uh, early results show the soldier's mission was primarily focused on the local American Legion post. <laughs> All right. No. This is, <laughs> this is definitely not real, no. It uh, can't be. As the notebooks appear to include detailed descriptions of every major function, event, fish fry, and all-you-could-eat buffet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, hey, I figured out that the symbol that looks like a fat white guy shoveling food into his mouth means all he can eat buffet. <laughs> That's actually not his language. That's just a picture. 
If the, depending on how edible the food looks, it's either a golden corral or a Bob's Big Boy. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> I have a feeling that that this is not not real. Yeah. I I think this symbol means Sizzler coupon. Oh, Sizzler. <laughs> Does Sizzler exist anymore? No, I'm pretty sure it doesn't. Damn. <laughs> Got me all excited. I'm pretty going to find the closest Japanese guy and I'm bring him to the Sizzler. I think Oh no, wait, maybe it does. Um no, I think I think Sizzler is still around. Oh, well. Yeah, Sizzler is still around as of 2011. Wow. Uh, oh, Sizzler has launched its ZZ food truck as a way to expand sales and market test new dishes. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Um there was never any sizzler around here, so I wouldn't really know if it went out of business. I've never been to a sizzler before. I just know of it as like a kind of a joke. A, just as a reference, yeah. Just as yeah, a reference yeah. point. That's all I know. Um let's see. Police expect to have more answers once they can properly communicate with the man and a task force is being formed to review all of the department's cold case files as they suspect a great number of unsolved petty thefts, campsite robberies, and other local crime mysteries may be attributable to the Japanese soldier who managed to avoid capture for more than half a century. Oh, people are just going to be coming out of the woodwork. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm just going to go up there and be like, he stole my sleeping bag. <laughs> he stole my sweatpants that my kids had. <laughs> and now I, can, I, I can't wear them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it sm- <laughs> smells like crab rangoons now. Uh, that's also, I think, Jap- or, I think that's Chinese, not Japanese. Well, you know, I don't know. Maybe I- he, he adapted or something. You know, it's funny. The survival of the fizz and all that shit. <laughs> the voice that you were doing <laughs> when we first started recording was would have actually been perfect for this. <laughs> the uh, the uh, uh, Jimmy Stewart one? No, the Canadian one. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I know, it's going to be hard to go back. Sorry, sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh, hun- oh. Hey, honey, you know that time that you saw the, uh, you walked in and my, my pants were down and I said, sorry, and then the maid was, was blowing me? That was, uh, that was this Japanese kid. <laughs> he did that, so, you know, sorry, sorry, I just only now figured it out, eh? Sorry. I only now figured it out. <laughs> we only... You know, now that they, I didn't know how it happened, but you know, it, now that we, uh, now that we got that figured out, uh, what do you, what do you say? You wanna, you wanna put it in your mouth? <laughs> I was wondering why you left a fortune around my dick. You wanna, you wanna put it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> Fortune cookies aren't Japanese or Chinese. They're American. I know. I know. No, that's the that's the other guy. That's um, that's the one voice of reason in this town. That's oh, 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 right, that about. guy. Yeah, the guy that just corrects them, whatever they say. <laughs> he was leaving clues all the time, <laughs> and them fortune cookies. No, they weren't doing that. <laughs> Well, he was leaving did, notes. Did anyone see Iron Man 3? <laughs> he explains it in there, too. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that one. I don't like that Robert Downey Jr. Well, why not? I don't know. I don't trust him. He's not Canadian enough. <laughs> even though we're in Michigan. <laughs> Oh, these people are right on the border. If they have a hospital from Ottawa, yeah. they're probably like right across a lake. I don't know. He just never says sorry about anything. He's kind of a dick and doesn't apologize. <laughs> he does, but it, he draws a picture. It looks like a bureau. Yeah. I think it means sorry. <laughs> 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 is, that, is that Iron Man drawing that, or is that the Japanese guy? No, I meant the Japanese guy. Oh, I was still, I was still talking about why they don't, they didn't see Iron Man. No. <laughs> That'd be great if Robert Downey Jr. was doing that. Yeah. Oh well, then maybe we should get him to translate for this guy. That's who they're waiting for. They're flying in Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, from Los L.A. Angeles. Get that Robert Downey Jr. He seems like a smart guy, eh? He can have his his friend Jarvis. He can translate for us. He'll drink sake. But just don't have him bring the other guy, the war machine. You know, because things might start disappearing, eh? That's not right. Why are you guys so racist? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I just incredibly racist uh, Canadians is, that say terribly racist things and then they immediately apologize. No, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Look at him. He must be Japanese. Some some kind of Asian. His eyes are all slanted. Sorry. <laughs> you don't even have to say anything before they say sorry. They just look at him and look disgusted. Sorry. Now, they see they see they see a black guy walk by their car on the street and they lock the doors. And just sorry. <laughs> through the window they just mouth. Sorry. You know why I did that though? <laughs> You would have done the same. Sorry. <laughs> now, was that like the end of the article? Uh, no, there's still another paragraph, I think. Oh, um, oh no. Okay, there's a little bit left. Uh, most significantly, authorities are reviewing a 1968 police report filed by teenagers alleging <laughs> that they had been abducted and waterboarded by some Asian... Oh, my God. By some Asian-looking... <laughs> By some Asian-looking military dude. Sorry for calling him Asian-looking. Asian-looking military um, dude. A report that was what was it, Bill and Ted that were 
He's some, you know, he's some kind of short, some, uh, some short Asian-looking military dude. Right on. Uh, a report that was dismissed by police at the time as ridiculous and coming from long-haired hippie types who smelled of reefer. Sorry. Yeah. And they're probably also like, we don't know what waterboarding is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good point. Uh, by <laughs> it, I'm not even sure it had been invented yet. Uh, probably not. Uh, by mid-afternoon, Butch's had added a commemorative bonsai burrito. Oh, yeah, the burrito place. Yeah, bonsai burrito to its menu, and early indications proved... Uh, early indications provide indicators which indicate... Oh, my God, great writing. <laughs> indicate the bonsai burrito is proving immediately pop- popular with Butch's customers. I mean... <laughs> That's stupid. The bonsai burrito. What's uh? What's in the bonsai burrito? Oh, you know, rice and fish and lots of racism. Do we? Sorry. Whale meat. <laughs> <laughs> and we cook it. We cook it in a microwave just to get a little radiation. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Keith. Um, let's see. Uh, but okay, here's here's where we all find out the truth. Uh, Butch's Beach Burritos and the Grand River Times shake hands. This is a little follow-up article here. During a two-hour meeting yesterday, lawyers and owners of both. The Grand River Times and Butch's Beach Burritos tentatively agreed terms for an out-of-court settlement, which both sides hope will avoid the lengthy and costly court case, which otherwise could have resulted from the lawsuit filed at Ottawa County District Court yesterday morning by Butch's. The lawsuit alleges that a recent news article by the Times about a 96-year-old Japanese soldier found living behind the famous burrito shack has caused major disruption in their day-to-day business operations and generated so many phone calls that customer orders were suffering significant delays, and the popular restaurant was forced to hire a full-time receptionist. While specific terms... How many, come on, how many people are reading this stupid thing? Um, I think it went viral, so. Uh, okay. Um, but I just imagine the, uh, the woman, Butch's Burrito Shack, please hold. Butch's Burrito Shack, please hold. Butch's Burrito Shack, please hold. Is she, she on one of those old, uh, yeah, receptionist things? Like she's she's fucking Mad Men? Yeah, she's pulling all the things out. Yeah. All the cables and cross-connecting them and stuff. Please hold. What? 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 Yep. Yeah, please hold. Please hold. One, one minute here. Um, a lot of people going, can I talk to the Asian guy? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we're suffering significant delays, and the popular restaurant was forced to hire a full-time receptionist. While specific terms of the agreement are being sealed under a confidentiality agreement, we are able to report that yesterday's meeting, despite being tense at times, ended amicably as I issued a personal apology on behalf of the paper and shook hands with the main butch. The top butch, the head butch, three of the five butches who have been butch in the franchisee's 73-year history, who are all in town for this weekend's 32nd annual butch fest. 
Butch Fest? I am now, just a bunch of lesbians? I am now <laughs> doubting the legitimacy of this article as well. <laughs> Uh, with that crisis averted, we can get back to focusing on the news. We hope that all of you have a safe and happy Memorial Day weekend. And don't forget your hats and gloves if you plan to go swimming at the beach. On a more personal note, it's hard to believe that the Grand River Times is not even six days old. It feels much more like seven or eight, even nine in certain moments. As our website nears 300,000 page views... We'd like to thank everyone for the likes and shares and follows and comments, and please keep them coming, because our first week has gone better than we hoped for. Uh, I've been talked into letting our staff leave early tonight so they can attend this evening's third annual party at Grand Haven's C2C Gallery. Have fun at the party. Congratulations on three years, C2C, and have a great holiday. Um... Holiday weekend, everyone. Duncan J. Stewart, the third editor in chief, the Grand River Times. So the whole thing is just completely made up, and the place things have only existed for a week. Um, the website has only existed for a week. Oh, okay. Now the first story about the Jap, uh, the Japanese guy there. Wh- when was it written? Does there a date on it? Um, let me see. I have a theory. Uh, May 14th. Damn. (laughs) Never mind. What was your theory? That it was started on April Fool's. Oh. But no. Yeah. None of it's real. It's all fake. Well, Butch's seems to be real, though. Oh, you think so? Oh, well, well, yeah, maybe it's real. Butch's Beach Burritos has an actual website. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Butch's Beach Burritos. There's not many beaches in... Uh, Michigan? Michigan. But well, I'm sure there are. They're just on lakes. Yeah. They're just not... It's not like a real... Like a like a beach beach. Yeah. It's just like a, no. like a beach. Yeah, it's just probably a bunch of sticks and stuff everywhere. I don't know. This is Ben, but you're wrong. I'm Greg DiNicola. I'm Keith Podella. Remember, everyone, no regrets. And uh, if you're ever at Butch's Beach Burritos, order the Bonsai Burrito. It's the one on the menu with the little picture. It looks like a guy waving a sword at a house that may or may not be on fire next to a lake. (laughs) (laughs) I like like it. Uh, I was hoping it would even go a little bit longer. <laughs> like, and then there's like a dog in the background, and there's like a, there's like a, there's like another guy. Like two of the family members have made it out, but the other one you're not so sure about, and you can't tell if the guy with the sword is helping or if he's not helping or what's going on with that. Do you want me to go on more? <laughs> no, that's all right. All right, all right. Cool. That was good. Uh, I I really hope uh, racist Canadian makes a comeback. Oh my god, he'll have to. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I like the one with the black guy in the car. <laughs> you just see him through the window. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs>
he's just he's really shouted, but it's muffled because of the glass. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I like the idea of him like walking down a dark street at night. He sees a black guy. He crosses the street and then yells out, "Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry for crossing the street." I'm trying to get it. I just assume you're gonna take my wallet, eh? I only have Canadian bills. It's no good to you. <laughs> no, nah, uh, man. And I like the idea that the black guy's just like, no, nah, man, it's cool. I get it. <laughs> I was gonna, I, be, I was gonna be upset, but since you apologize, <laughs> it's cool. I get it. Don't worry about it, man. You uh, you want to go hang out later or something? <laughs> Do you like Heinekens? Uh, no, I don't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you want to hang out later? I uh, I don't really like Cavassier and Diet Coke. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>